Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. This week on Parts Per Billion, we're going to be asking the question that in a few days, everyone on Capitol Hill is going to be asking, who is Neil Gorsuch? Hello and welcome once again to Parts Per Billion. As always, I'm your host, David Schultz. Whenever there's a new nominee for a Supreme Court seat, it's a big deal. But when that seat has been empty for more than a year, it's a really big deal. As you all probably know by now, the president has nominated Neil Gorsuch to succeed the late Antonin Scalia on the Supreme Court. And in little over a week, Gorsuch will go before the Senate Judiciary Committee to face his first confirmation hearings. So assuming he gets confirmed, which you can never really assume, of course, but let's assume it for now. What does that mean for the environment? What does Gorsuch think the government can and cannot do to protect the environment? And what does he think about the balance of power between the states and the feds on this issue? To talk about this and more, we've assembled Bloomberg BNA legal editors, John Stamm and Rebecca Wilhelm. Uh, so let's start off with Rebecca. Uh, who is Neil Gorsuch? Where is he from? What is his judicial background? So Neil Gorsuch is currently a judge on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit, and he's served there since 2006 when he was nominated by uh, the second George Bush. Um, you might also remember the name Gorsuch from the 1980s, which is when his mother, Ann Gorsuch, was the first woman administrator of the EPA. Um, her administration was unfortunately plagued by scandals, and she was forced to resign after less than two years in office. We won't, we won't hold that against him, though. Well, Neil Gorsuch went to Harvard Law School, and he was actually there at the same time as President Obama. Uh, they both graduated from Harvard Law in 1991, and after graduating, Gorsuch went on to clerk for Judge David Sintel on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit, and then he clerked for Justice Byron Wright on the U.S. Supreme Court. White retired while he was a clerk, and as is the practice um, among clerks on the court, he stayed on to clerk for White's replacement, Anthony Kennedy. And an interesting bit of trivia, if Gorsuch is confirmed, he'll be the first former clerk to serve alongside his former boss. Where does he see the role of the federal government in terms of, of regulating the, uh, the environment? Well, Gorsuch, or one of his biggest principles is he strongly believes in separation of powers. Um, you've probably heard the term Chevron deference. I have heard that term. I'm not totally sure I understand. So, so where does he stand on that? And probably more importantly, what is Chevron deference? So Chevron deference is a judicial doctrine that says courts should defer to a federal agency's interpretation of an ambiguous statute, but only if that interpretation is reasonable. Gorsuch recently wrote a concurring, concurring opinion to his own majority opinion in an immigration law case. Uh, that's 
a little bit interesting. Um, it's not something we see a lot. He was the author of the majority opinion and then wrote a separate opinion. But he did that to outline his views on Chevron deference, which he wants to get rid of. But he's opposed to it. He thinks that this this uh, idea that federal agencies should be able to do, you know, basically almost whatever they want if the uh, law that Congress passes is vague, he is opposed to that idea. He thinks that that should go away. Yes, he opposes giving broad deference to agencies. Basically, he thinks that it violates the separation of powers and takes away one of the core judiciary responsibilities of actually, you know, interpreting the law and saying what the law means. What does that mean for environmental regulation? Well, interestingly, a, a lot of Democrats obviously are concerned about his uh, nomination, but uh, if Gorsuch applies his views in an even-handed way, then that could make it more difficult for the Trump administration to either roll back current EPA regulations or to, you know, make their own. So, uh, John, ha- you know, has Gorsuch heard a lot of environmental cases from his time as a judge, and, and how has he ruled, you know, generally speaking? Well, he's been on the, on there since 2006, and he's had about 10 or so environmental cases and about five or so env- energy-related cases. And they've been covering a wide variety of, of topics of law. Um, some of them he's had to apply Chevron deference, and he's been very diligent in doing so. Um, he's made statements as a in speeches saying that it's his role as a as a um, appeals court judge to apply the law. He's dealt with um, court jurisdiction, um, Clean Air Act. He's dealt with nuclear exposure. He's dealt with Superfund. He's dealt with uh, mining. He's dealt with environmental impacts. So it's been all over the place. So, Rebecca, um, you know, I know that whenever anything sort of happens on the Supreme Court, people in the legal world, you know, attorneys and, uh, you know, all the people who work for, for attorneys always have something to say about it. Um, what are people, uh, you know, saying about Gorsuch? What, is there a consensus around him, you know, or is it more split on partisan lines that, you know, liberal attorneys are, are, think he's bad and conservative attorneys think that he's, he's great? I talked to a number of, you know, quote unquote, liberal and conservative uh, attorneys, professors, and the consensus seems to be, you know, he's definitely qualified to be on the Supreme Court. Um, and there's also no question that he's conservative. But as, you know, John was saying, you know, there's not much in his record on, you know, environmental issues. So at least for environmental law, uh, we don't really know exactly how he's going to come down, if he's going to be you know, reliably voting with the conservatives or with the liberals or more like his former boss, Anthony Kennedy, is going to be a swing vote. Um, Some environmental groups have said he's bad news for the environment, but there's just not much in his record to support that. Now, you know, the court right now has eight members. Um, One of them, uh, one of those seats, of course, as we already mentioned, was uh, Justice Scalia's seat, which has been vacant for more than a year. Justice Scalia may be, um, you know, one of the most famous conservative jurists uh, in American history. So we have a situation where, you know, Gorsuch, a conservative, is replacing uh, Scalia, also a conservative. Will that really impact the court that much? Gorsuch's uh, judicial philosophy is definitely similar to Scalia's uh, in a lot of ways. They're both originalists, um, originalism being a judicial philosophy, saying that judges should ad- adhere to the original intent of a law and, you know, not what a reader today thinks the law should mean. But as we already talked about, there is one way uh, that he could really have a big impact on the court, and that's his views on Chevron deference. Um, 
might surprise you to know that Scalia, for most of his 30 years on the court, actually supported Chevron deference. He was a big proponent of it, um, voted in favor of it. For most of his career, Scalia did believe that. Past few years, there were he definitely gave signs and you know explicitly said that he was having some misgivings about the extent of the power um, that agencies have. But uh, if Gorsuch is confirmed, he would be a reliable vote in favor of overturning Chevron. But I mean, I guess if you have four votes, I mean, that's enough to at least get a case before the Supreme Court. So that could be significant unto itself. And then finally, John, you know, what are some of upcoming environmental cases that, assuming he's, you know, Gorsuch is confirmed, which of, of course you can never assume, but um, assuming he's confirmed, he'll take the the his seat on the on the court and hear some cases, I guess, in the in the next term. What are some some issues that he'll be, um, you know, presiding over? Well, there are two environmental cases that the Supreme Court has agreed to, re- to review currently. Um, one of them is National Association Manu- of Manufacturers versus Department of Defense, and this deals with Clean Water Act review jurisdiction. Right now, um, there's the Waters of the United States rule, and that's being appealed, and the Sixth Circuit has said that they have jurisdiction to review it. There's one more environmental one currently. It's um, Wisconsin versus Moore. And it's a regulatory takings came case. This was granted in January of 2016, and they've held off scheduling oral argument. Until recently, they assigned it for oral argument on March 20th, the first day of his confirmation hearing. Um, everyone was assuming that they held off on doing it because they expected a 4-4 split, and they wanted to avoid that. Um, they've scheduled oral argument before he can join it. However, if they find informally after they hear argument argument that there are is a four four split, they would have an option to hold it off for and re-argue it later on. And so he could be the fifth um, that decides the four four split in that case. Wow. So that would be I mean, that's gotta be pretty rare where where they have, you know, two oral arguments on the same case before the Supreme Court. Is has that ever happened before? It's happened, but it's not common. And then the, the last thing I wanted to ask you about is, you know, if I'm the petitioners in either of these cases, am I happy or sad, I guess, that, that Gorsuch is now going to be hearing my cases? Because, or, or, or does it not matter? Do I feel, you know, if I'm the, the lawyers in these cases, do I feel like, oh, you know, I'm going to win this case no matter what, or I'm going to lose the case no matter what? Well, it's tough to say which way he will go, um, but everyone wants clarity from the Supreme Court. If it's a 4-4 split, then it goes down, the, the decision that was below remains intact, but there's no new precedent and it doesn't bind anyone else. It's just effective on that case. The Supreme Court and all the practitioners want a broad ruling that provides clarity for everyone going from that point on. So having a full nine justices is better overall. All right, well, thank you guys very much for that. Uh, that was Bloomberg BNA legal editors John Stamm and Rebecca Wilhelm talking about the upcoming confirmation hearings for Supreme Court nominee Neil Gorsuch. To follow along during the confirmation on any environmental news that breaks, visit our website at bna.com. This episode of Parts Per Billion was produced by myself with help from Jessica Coombs, Rachel Daigle, and Marissa Horn. The music for Parts Per Billion is A Message by Jazar. It was used under a Creative Commons attribution share-like license. More information can be found at betterwithmusic.com. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. 
At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.